Weekend Variety Wireless. Thank you very much and good evening, everybody. Welcome to part two of Worthy Sets of Lyrics because it's a vast subject that we're only going to be able to cover a molecule of, even in uh, not just the two that we're doing, but we're dividing it up into uh, other themes as well. But it's good fun. Grant Smithies, yeah. hi. How are you doing? Good. Yeah, it is, isn't it? There's just acres of things you can wade into that um, either work separated from the music on the page or don't, but nonetheless work really well in the song. And yeah. you know, there's all kinds of things you discover about songs you've heard a zillion times once you actually research the lyrics a wee bit. I've petitioned a few people to give us their recommendations. Uh, I've yeah. got to say George D. Henderson has put in a lot of work. I think this is might be one of his specialist subjects. And I've learnt so much uh, about other worthy lyrics and been reintroduced to how good Hank Williams was as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just to give people a heads up, I don't know how this is all going to work. We can adjust as we go, but it's just going to be worthy lyrics in general, part two today. We will do one on spoken word. I'm going to ask a few luminaries for their favourites as well. And we could even do one on the worst lyrics of all time. Oh, yeah, that'd that, be good fun. I think that would be true. There'd be no shortage. You could no. Do the, you could do that on a weekly basis for the rest of your the rest of your days. <laughs> oh, did some of the standouts. Um, I'm, I'm very sorry to say, a, a New Zealand singer who's not responsible for the lyrics, but was responsible for singing this tune, uh, House for Sale by Mark Williams includes real estate carble, um, which is <laughs> it's quite quite a thing to live through. Um, and yeah. why don't we play a Hank Williams to begin with? A suggestion from many. Hank Williams, I'm so lonesome I could cry. Uh, it's a marvellous thing. It is, yep. isn't it? Yeah. The first verse, uh, as I've been instructed, starts with an instructive verb. Hear that lonesome whippoorwill. He sounds too blue to fly. And all of a sudden, you're close to nature and listening to a plaintive call. Why did he use hear and not listen to? Which is the obvious verb arrangement. Because hear feels more immediate and intimate, more economical. And the next line, effortlessly locates you in time with one adjective. The midnight train is dot, dot, dot. A robin weeping. As for me, I'm so lonesome I could cry. He's having a whiskey and he's holding back the tears. He could cry, but he's not. Just marvellous economy to it, as well as all those careful decisions that have been made along the way. Fear that lonesome will he sounds too blue to fly. The midnight train is whining low. I'm so lonesome I could cry. I've never seen a night so long when time goes crawling by. went behind the clouds to hide its face and cry.
I could cry. He has such a, an amazing array of, of great lyrics. They're well worth delving into and forgetting anything about Hillbilly. Yep. God, died 29 in the back of his car. Young fella. I can't listen to this particular tune without crying, really. Or, or it, it doesn't take much for me to break into tears when listening to The Partisan. Now, there's a bit of irony about this in that I really do like Leonard Cohen's stuff, and he's probably most famous for his lyrical content. But my favourite Leonard Cohen song is not written by Leonard Cohen, but it's my favourite version. It was written in 1943 by Anna Marley. It's called The Partisan. And it's just such a heartbreaking array of lyrics. The bravery in the face of adversity. Uh, the first line. When they poured across the border, I was cautioned to surrender. This I could not do. Are you familiar with this? No. Poured across the border and cautioned. Having a rhyme in the middle of the line is a nice piece of writing. Well, of course, it was originally in French. There were three of us this morning. I'm the only one this evening. Nice as well. Yeah. Here we go. When they poured across the border, I was cautioned to surrender. This I could not do. I took my gun and vanished. I have changed my name so often. I've lost my wife and children, but I have many friends. And some of them are with me An old woman gave us shelter Kept us hidden in the garret Then the soldiers came She died without a whisper There were three of us this morning I'm the only one this evening, but I must go on. The frontiers are my prison. Oh, the wind, the wind is blowing. Through the graves, the wind is blowing. Freedom soon will come. Mais je n'ai pas peur 
the wind, the wind is blowing. Through the graves, the wind is blowing. Freedom soon will come. Then we'll come from the shadow. The Partisan, not by Leonard Cohen. Written in 1943 by Anna Marley, when that sort of stuff was going down. Gah. Yeah. Good voice for it. Should we take a break? Yeah. Uh, weekend. Variety. Wireless. This evening, part two of great wads of lyrics. We couldn't have left it just as we did last week. Too many things left out and too many worthy things not uh, explored. You're thoroughly f f familiar with the Rolling Stones' 19th Nervous Breakdown? God, I haven't looked at the lyrics or thought about the lyrics for years. Oh, Tell me what you like about that in particular. The way they flow, it is just beautiful scanning. There's no shoehorning a word into the rhythm yep. of the affair, which makes things sound natural. And the image that it creates is just brilliant. You're the kind of person you meet at certain dismal, dull affairs. Centre of a crowd talking much too loud, running up and down the stairs. You can see it right now, you can't can. you? Yep. Do but... see it, in fact. Seems entirely pertinent to <laughs> things going on any weekend, yeah. any town you could mention anywhere in the world. Well, it seems to me that you've seen too much in too few years. And though you've tried, you just can't hide. Your eyes are edged with tears. You better stop. Look around. Here it comes, here it comes.
were still in school when you had that fool who really messed your mind. And after that, you turned your back on treating people kind. On our first trip, I tried so hard to rearrange your mind. But after a while, I realised you were disarranging mine. <laughs> oh. you got to love disarranging. Yeah, not rearranging, disarranging. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the fall, because you've been sitting there doing nothing and just enjoying this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, as per. I was... Well, the fall, I mean, last night, I, be, being a, a fall fan for years, I tend to sometimes let um, Mark Smith's lyrics flow over me like a little septic, acidic river. Me too. And he, he strikes me as a kind of um, septic white boy rapper a lot of the time. Like, he spits his lyrics in a quite a, a, a venomous way a lot of the time, but they're also often really funny. I just was having a look online at lyrics, and there's a site called The Annotated Fall, which everyone halfway interested in the band should have a look at, partially just to appraise themselves of the levels of obsessiveness people have applied to the man's songs. There's a counter to that, and I'm like you. I let his lyrics go over the top of me. I think it's not only obsessing about, oh, what does this mean, what does that mean? I was enlightened for the first time after all these decades about exactly how brilliant some of his sets of lyrics are. Yeah, and that's the intention of it, eh? Yeah. It's interesting to look up your personal favourites. Fit and Working Again, song of the falls I always loved. Me too. I love the boxing reference. I feel like Alan Minter, who was middleweight champion, who then just got his head turned into 2kg of mints by um, uh, Marvin Hagler. Exactly. But at the time when the song was made, someone is pointing out Alan Minter hadn't lost the fight. Yeah. You know, they think this was recorded before... He got a kicking from Hagler, and therefore, you know, you're feeling invincible, basically. And he just, in the next line, I just ate eight sheets of blotting paper. Seems like a indestructible plus taking a fair power of acid. I've thrown uh, away the Alka-Seltzer. That's right. But the beginning of that song, which we'll play in a second, he goes, I used to hang like a chandelier, my lungs are encrusted in blood, but the flex is now cut clear. It seems to refer to some failed suicide attempt and the person is now kind of fit and vigorous in some ways yeah. after it. Listening to the fall and reading the words at the same time. It's a new world. It's just beautiful. Fit and working again. Marky e. Smith. I'm fit and working again. Walk down the road in the sun. I make a pattern of body strong gang. I'm a fit and working again. I think they can see my tail end. I'm fit and working again. Yeah.
Oh, that's a rocking thing. It um, is, eh? I, I, also, I also piled into it. One song I loved of his from back in the, the, the day was City Hob Goblins, I, which I knew nothing about. I often wondered, what, who are these things? It's, you know, he's describing these gremlin-y characters tap-tap-tapping on the pipes and turning on the light at night. They're the City Hobgoblins. And, you know, ten times my age, one-tenth my height, the City Hobgoblins. And then when I went into that page, he also mentions Blake... You know, the all-night mill grinding away in the background and says things like, Emma Gray's from Old Green Glades. And then the next line is, pretentious, eh? Oh. <laughs> and it's just marvellous. There's a la- So Queen Victoria is a large black slug in Piccadilly, Manchester. There's pages of stuff on this, including a, an interview with Morrissey and people saying they think it's about the Perry, what, what, at the time, Manchester football hooligans dubbed the Perry boys because they wore Fred Perry tennis shirts and so on. Oh, yeah. And were vicious little pricks that got around with um, Stanley knives and things. And Morrissey talked about being really scared of them when you're on the bus um, at night going home. And so, you know, they'd smack you in the mouth and ask you what you're looking at, he said. Morrissey said, these guys are all so small. You know, they're dressed in the casual threads. They're all so small as if they are suffering from some sort of genetic defect. And then he said, hence City Hobgoblins by the fall. What's that line? Half my height, three times my age. You know, they used to always hang around the Arndale shopping centre, rah, rah, rah. So the cultural history behind what at least he thought the song was about just comes out over pages of text. It's quite marvellous. They know what this is about. That's great. And we can yeah. too. Yeah. The yeah. dark satanic mills of Milton in there, all kinds of things. It shows what a wide-ranging intellect Marky Smith had for all the people who would like to write him off as a kind of burnt-out alcoholic geezer, which he may well be in the, these days. Oh, so hang, on, hang on, he's in good company. I can think about yeah, it. D- Dylan Thomas? <laughs> that's true. Not bad? No. The craziest lyric for theme from Marky Smith, Disney's Dream Debased, which is a dreamy song. Yeah. The day the dream went right back to base, there was blood on the ground, blood on the sand, blood all around. Tracks of the ride on the bright murder hawk. The day the dream debased and went home and everything stopped. You know what that's about? No, I have no idea. Mark, father-in-law and girlfriend went to Disneyland and they had this ride on the Matterhorn. You ride at 60 miles an hour. Uh, This is a quote from Brix's girlfriend who was there at the time at Disneyland. Mark got off this ride with tears in his eyes. He was so frightened. This ride is a mountain, a hundred foot in the air, a replica of the Matterhorn. Ten minutes after we got off, a woman falls out of her sleigh, gets trapped and decapitated by the oncoming one. Decapitated her. Oh, Jesus. They couldn't get her out. There were fire engines everywhere coming out of the bushes and all these Mickey Mouse characters rushing out to distract people. It took them seven hours to get the body off. Everyone was pretending nothing had happened. They were all going, Disneyland's a wonderful land. Mark was saying, what? There's a woman up there with no head on. But Mickey Mouse was just laughing away. Mark thought it was like a bad trip. Yes, it certainly is. Yeah. Grim story. Yeah. Great song. Come back very shortly. More great lyrics. Curiosity not only killed the cat, it spawned a whole radio show. 
Graham Hill's Weekend Variety Wireless on Radio Live. What loads of lyrics and good ones, Self and Grant Smithies. We're going to do a spoken word session as well and we'll do worst lyrics of all time in the future. I'm going to take my hat off. One suggestion had passed me by. This is uh, Professor Maxwell at Glasgow University. Yep. I'll never fall in love again. Hell, David. And what did he particularly like about it? Rhyming phonia with pneumonia. What do you get when you kiss a guy? You get another chance to catch pneumonia. Then you do never fall in love. Never fall in love again. Yes. <laughs> I would like to recommend Grant and something you're familiar with. Why is album 154? Are you thinking of a song in particular? No. The whole freaking album, there is not a bad lyric set. They are yep. just absolutely stunning sets of lyrics. Uh, how's this for a, a really gutting line? In an act of contrition, I lay down by your side. It's not your place to comment on my state of distress, for this is for real. I have tears in my eyes. Am I laughing or crying? I suggest I'm not lying. In an act of contrition... I lay down by your side. It's not your place to comment on my state of distress. For this is for real. I've tears in my eyes. Am I laughing or crying? I suggest I'm not lying. Don't feel warm. I pass close by. You shiver. I whisper. You don't feel warm. I pass close by. You shiver. I whisper. Excuse me, what's your problem? Oh, I see. I should have known better. I mean, that last bit is. The I pass the cold passing thing is nice, isn't it? Oh, yeah, is it what? And and familiar. If you've ever been in the in the in the grim times of a once warm relationship, it's nicely evoked, isn't it? You run into each other in your own kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just before one or the other of you is is gone. Yep. And it's nasty. That's what it feels like trying to go through that last painful period of, you know, separation, and it's just gone on too long, and it's yep. na- nasty and toxic. Uh, from 154, we'll also supply an astounding song about an unusual subject, something I do, I think, is the uh, unique in subject matter, but we'll yep. save that for later. Uh, we'll take our last break and wind it up with great lyrics. Life, the universe, 
and everything in between. Graham Hill's Weekend Variety Wireless on Radio Live. Grant Smithies, we're talking great lyrics. Thank you, everybody, for the suggestions. This has been primarily draining our catalogue. I'd like to salute Trent Reznor for Hurt, which is pretty... Which Johnny Cash did. Yeah, he did. Made a ripping job of it, too. Yeah. Perfectly chosen during the time when he was reframed for a different market, I guess, with all those American recordings things. Yes, and it was not long before he died, and what a towering piece of integrity in his old age. Yep. Including how it was portrayed in the video for it, where he's sitting there in a chair in a an almost memento mori type um, oh, God, yeah. scene with the kind of dying flowers and rotting fruit and that kind of palaver. Yep, it's one of the greatest videos ever made, I would say. Yep. Yep. Uh, it is a sign-off sort of thing, because when he closes that piano, uh, it, it is like the lid of a coffin, and I yep. don't think that image is accidental. Yeah. I hurt myself today, but still if I still feel... But um, my favourite line, what have I become, my sweetest friend? You could have it all, my empire of dirt. I hurt myself today To see if I still feel I focus on the pain The only thing that's real The needle tears a hole the old familiar sting Try to kill it all away But I remember everything What have I become My sweetest friend
can't Nick Cave, he can write a lyric or two. He can, by God. Uh, my favourite of Nick Cave's is the astoundingly rich array of imagery for a man on death row as he is about to be executed on the electric chair, and it's called the mercy seat. Yes, yep. They put me in dead row. I mean, the, what is the mercy seat to, to begin with? It's got all these biblical references, which I, I enjoy when people use. Yep. Um, mercy seat, is, it's the covering of the Ark of the Covenant. It has superpowers as well, and there are associations with uh, the Day of Atonement. Um, yep. So that is absolution of sins, not in the Christian world, in the Jewish world. Yeah, the, and also all kinds of other connotations, pain and suffering and thought that you'd done wrong in the world, that it could be a mercy yourself to yeah. have your life taken. Yes. There's all kinds of associations that are interesting in there. I entreat yeah. you to have a look up the lyrics to this. It is a work of freaking art. I hear stories from the chamber, how Christ was born into a manger and like some ragged stranger died upon the cross. And I might say, it seems so fitting in its way. He was a carpenter by trade. Or at least that's what I'm told. Interpret signs and catalogue A blackened tooth, a scarlet fog The walls are bad, black bottom kind They are the sick breath at my hind They are the sick breath at my hind They are the sick breath at my hind They are the sick breath gathering at my hind I hear stories from the chamber Christ was born into a manger Like some ragged stranger died upon the cross And might I say it seems so fitting In its way he was a carpenter by trade Or at least that's what I'm told I tattooed evil across his brother's fist that filthy fire they did and nothing to resist in heaven his throne is made of gold and the ark of his testament is stowed a throne from which i'm told all history does unfold down here it's made of wood and wire and my body is on fire God is never far away Into the mercy seat I climb My head is shaved My head is wired Like a moth that tries to enter the bright eye So I go shuffling out of life Just to hide in death a while And anyway, I never lie My kill hand is called evil Where's a wedding band that's good Tis a long-suffering shackle Coloring all that rapple blood And the mercy seat is awaiting And I think my head is a-burning In a way I'm yearning To be done with all this measuring of truth An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth And anyway, I told the truth and I'm not afraid to die And the mercy seat is a-burning And I think my head is glowing In a way I'm hoping to be done With all this weighing up of truth An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth And anyway I've told the truth 
And I'm not afraid to die And the mercy seat is a-glowing And I think my head is smoking In a way I'm hoping To be done with all this looks of disbelief An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth And anyway there was no proof Nor a motive why And the mercy seat is a-melting And I think my blood is a-boiling In a way I'm spoiling all the fun With all this truth and consequence An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth And anyway I told the truth And I'm not afraid to die Nice, yep Actually another song um, that I think is interesting is Neil Young's Revolution Blues. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got to be, we should play a chunk of that because if there was ever a song that conjured up, that conjures up a kind of former hippies, septic feelings about the, you know, past summer of love and things getting heavy and at the peripheries of that culture and going rogue and roving around with guns and that kind of thing. It's this song where he talks about living in a trailer at the edge of town and it ends off with, he, oh, well, I hear that Laurel Canyon is full of famous stars, but I hate them worse than lepers and I'll kill them in their cars. I've got the Revolution Blues, icy bloody fountains and 10 million dune buggies coming down the mountains. I'm going to keep them hopping till my ammunition's gone. Oh. I'm a barrel of laughs with my carbine on. Possibly the heaviest thing he ever wrote, really. If there was ever going to be a real Charles Manson allegory thing that just remains one of the greatest things he did, I think. Holy crap. Yeah, mate. Got to play a wee, play a wee chunk of that. Okay. Hey, Grant, thanks. It's been a lot of fun. Again, we need more work for you next time. Yeah, no worries.
still on a lyrical bent. George Henderson of The Puddle. He reads us a poem he writes tomorrow night and tells us why that'll be at 10.30. He's written some cracking songs with neat lyrics. One confounding thing was a thing called the sorry bus. He says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, like a bus. And it took a long time for me to realise, it took an event for me to realise, oh, hell, that's what you mean. Uh, when I saw a bus approach and I was thinking of that song, what's it about? And then at the top of the bus, this huge, big, bloody flashing light, it said, sorry, not in service. Sorry Bus by George Henderson, the band The Puddle. Tomorrow night, he reads us a poem, 10.30. It's midnight. Thank you so much for listening. Another edition tomorrow evening, starting at 8, with special media stick guest, James Mustapick.